This is a Rooster Teeth production. Welcome, everybody, to Wrestling with the Week, a no-pressure schoolboy pin on everything worth talking about in the last seven days. I'm your host, James Willems, joined, as always, by the Fred Durst apologist, Scorpio Sky. I love the intro, Fred Durst apologist. And I also love schoolboys, and I also like that when uh, women, when it's women's wrestling, they call it a schoolgirl, which is mm-hmm. interesting. But anyways, yeah. James, uh, <laughs> all I have to yeah. say is this. <clears throat> What a week. Wow. Punchy. It's punchy. Look at that. And he sips and he sips his tea. Look at him go. <laughs> Coffee. My Nespresso. My Nespresso. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Of course. You know, I'm I home. Forgot. Nespresso is where it's at. Good, good. Well, I'm glad you're back safe at home. Um, we have a really awesome show for you this week. Uh, you know, the past couple of weeks we've been looking forward to Dynamite. We're going to be doing that again because Dynamite is on a Saturday night. So we're going to be kind of a little predictive, talk about some things. We have an amazing guest, a very close friend of mine, Jeremy Dooley, to talk about things that you may not even know. If you're familiar with me and my work, you probably know Jeremy. Um, But if you don't know him at all, he's just going to come off like one of the most interesting people you've ever met. It's great. Um, We're also going to, of course, talking what to do, going to find out updates on Sky. We got a game that we're going to be playing. We've done it. Have we played this game before? We have once before, right? Yes, I was terrible at it. And I think you won every round of it. All right. Okay. So So we're going to play this week. We're going to see if Sky can recover in the game. But I just want to jump right into it. Sky, how are you doing after last week's Dynamite? Unscathed, unbothered, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I won't say undefeated, but uh, we really put it on him, didn't we? Like, I mean, he cheated. He tra- mm-hmm. We're talking about Darby, obviously, uh, it, the handicap match of the men of the year, Ethan Page and myself against Darby last week. He cheated. Mm-hmm. He, he tried to use zip ties. He tried to use every trick in the book. I don't know why people cheer for this guy. I mean, he just cheats. He cheats and he cheats and he cheats. But uh, cheaters finished last, and, and we did what we had to do, and we came out with the victory. I loved seeing Ethan Page with the ego's edge to just throw Darby mm-hmm. up into the heavens, and he fell crashing down. Boom! Yeah. Very uncomfortable landing. We did it. It was great. The good thing about his tattoos is that when his bones break, you can see them, right? It's nothing happens <laughs> under the skin. <laughs> it is yes, it is uh, wild to me because he, you know, you gave him this opportunity, right? You said to him, "Listen, you're always you're always with Sting, you're always with Sting. Do you want to stand on your own two feet? Find someone yeah. else to help you define your own personal legacy." Okay? Yeah. I assume, I mean, my prediction is that Darby went backstage, asked around a bunch of people. No, no one wanted any part of of going up against you guys. So so the end result was him coming out, having to say that he did it by himself. I would still think this is an opportunity. You know, I'm never going to win this match, but I can still fight back. The fact that he pulled out zip ties yeah. and tried to cheat, it's just, I don't know. I mean... I know you have your rivalry with him, but I, I just can only assume that, like, maybe you felt a little sad. Like, you know, you want to see someone. Batman wants a villain that lives up to their expectations, you know, 
and it's just a shame that this is this is what you're stuck with, you know? No, no, don't feel bad at all. You know, whatever. We beat okay. the dog shit out of him, and it was great. Okay. I loved every moment of it. Um, okay. Speaking of, of Batman, I, I, mm-hmm. I want to make sure we don't forget this. Uh, we always address Batman on this show, it seems like, our yeah. weekly Batman segment. Yeah. When we get to what it do, baby, there is something involving Batman I really want to talk about. It just You just brought it to my mind. So hopefully we okay. can remember. Um, okay. We'll get to that later. There's a little uh, little preview for later. We've got some more Batman talk, baby. Um, anyways, yeah, uh, I thought it was, a, it was a very good match. He put up a good fight. I'll give him mm-hmm. his credit. He's a he's a funky little guy but uh mm-hmm. you know he just couldn't get the job done as we predicted he couldn't get the job done it's a shame either way there is more facing you guys and your team um of course we're going to be talking about what's next for uh ethan page coming up this saturday on dynamite eric what do you say we jump right in and just kind of talk looking forward tired of looking back let's look forward to what's to come on dynamite on our Saturday night, we don't have a hot. It's not hot tag yeah. technically. This is just yeah. our Saturday night yeah, dynamite talk. Guys... We're not going to make a graphic for it. No, you're I'm actually away. you're actually here it. this week. You're here no, with I us. I want to see it. I you're was, not in I SoCal anymore. Yeah, how was no, your SoCal I, trip? Unfortunately, I'm back in Austin, Texas, uh, <laughs> uh, the second best place I've ever been. Tied, I mean, honestly, tied for second uh, uh, behind Southern California, which that, is the best place. That's only because they call Austin the California of Texas. So it that's why it is number two. So. It's a hundred percent true. It's a hundred percent true. It's it's nice to be home, I guess, but really, you couldn't beat the sun. You couldn't beat the Padres. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, especially the infrastructures. Uh, so it was uh, it was a great time. And uh, but you know what, guys, I'm back. I'm back from being on the road. Uh, just like a pro wrestler, I've returned home uh, mm-hmm. after being away for one week. So here we are, guys. Let's talk <laughs> just about like dynamite. a pro wrestler. Let, yeah, just <laughs> let's that's talk me, about just it. Like, okay. Just yeah, like yeah. a pro wrestler, guys, let's talk you. about dynamite. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna do like this most I of the time. I can't flex this week. I've got a fresh hoodie on. I can't. I'm covered up. Oh yeah. Is that, that why we can't shame. see the spray tan? Or what's I up? Can't. I, I tried to get an appointment tonight for a spray tan before going on the road tomorrow, and they were all booked up. I called too late, so I'm gonna have to see if one of the brothers backstage has one of those. Uh, tan in a can gimmicks so Uh oh that's gonna that's gonna bad news that's bad news i have a prediction for saturday night dynamite uh that's my first prediction all right sorry eric go ahead it's it's gonna be streaky but i'm excited about it Uh, saturday night dynamite guys look here we already talked we talked about uh sky soundly beating darby allen with the help of ethan page one half of the man of the year. Look, men of the year, great team, but individually also taking it to him. All ego, karate man, Ethan Page will mm-hmm. go one on one with Bear Bronson on Saturday Night Dynamite. Will Ethan Page come out on top? Let me hold on. This is I, breaking news. I know you're, you're supposed to go first. I didn't even know about this match. How do I, I not just, know about this? I don't know. I only just found out about it. This is insane. Guys, I've got connections. I got connections with the sheets. You know We're what I breaking mean? Breaking news here on this <laughs> show. Sure, why not? So I gotta text so, Ethan and ask him why he didn't tell me. This is this yeah. is unacceptable. Well, maybe he's gonna go. Well, I you, didn't know either. Maybe oh, I just it? booked this match. Here's the thing: it doesn't matter. None of this matters. Okay, what? Sky, you text Ethan. I'll jump in on this one at the top. Whether or not Ethan knows that this match is happening, it doesn't matter because he is a rocket ship headed towards wow. the atmosphere. Okay. He's part of a team that is just unstoppable at this moment, okay? 
And I think I, there's just no way the momentum that Sky and Paige have. It's just it's it's palatable. OK, mm-hmm. I watch yep. a match and then after when the match is done, my my mouth is all dry. That's yep. how that's how it goes. Yep. Listen, he it's disgusting. We, we we are going to do our normal routine. We are going to sit mm-hmm. in the dressing room. We're going to meditate. We're going to find our our zin while listening to Firework by by Katy Perry, uh, because that's how we feel about each other, right? That's Katy Perry, isn't it? Baby, you're a firework. Oh yeah, you bet. Yeah, she fights yeah, fireworks yeah. out of her boobs at the end of that video. Yeah, we're gonna. That's what we're gonna do, and uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna fire fireworks out of our boobs and destroy <laughs> the bear man. Uh-huh. That'd be great. That's that's actually inflammation from whatever spray can thing you used earlier in the day. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> this this episode is yeah. off the rails. This is a great this episode. Is, this, this might be one of the best, honestly. This is a good one. I can't <laughs> wait for Dynamite now. Uh all right. Next up, Chris Statlander will face the bunny in one-on-one action. Who you got? The alien or the rabbit? Oh man, Chris Statlander is on a roll. Something a little bit like butter. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, she's kind of like butter. Yeah. Uh. Um, but you know, I'm such a huge fan of the bunny, man. I'm such a big fan of the bunny. So um my mind is going to say um Chris Statlander, but my heart, mi corazón, is with the bunny. The bunny. Wow. Okay. All right. I mean, here's the thing. I think there's more than just the ability of these two competitors to consider here because mm. they both have a pretty strong team of people behind them mm. um, on either side. And so I'm wondering if that's going to be more of a factor here. I, I'm just going to toss this out, and I know people hate to see it. They love their finishes. They love when one person beats someone else. But this feels like one of those matches that we're not going to get the kind of closure on we want afterwards. I don't think we're going to know who the better competitor is by the mm. end of this match because of maybe some tension between their collective groups that's my thought sometimes you have to find closure with no closure yes that's That's what i meant that's That's what i meant yeah that's a quote that's a quote yeah that's also in the quote by the way the quote is sometimes you have to find closure with no closure comma that's a quote yeah end end quote i want someone to find a photo of me where i'm looking very like serious like off into the distance or something mm-hmm. you know very dramatic and then make that into like a little <laughs> meme and and there you go and you could post on on your instagram story sometimes you have to find closure without closure dot 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 that's a quote <laughs> can we can we aside real quick yeah so sky you have a great instagram scorpio sky you can follow him there Mm-hmm. And and you get great photos. There's people who are t- like you have a lot of those photos. <laughs> Most of your Instagram is photos of you like with a bag slung over your shoulder or a, a jacket or whatever, like coming in backstage or like standing at the turnbuckle. And I'm like, God, he every single day he must wake up and go, which one of these 50 photos do I get to post to Instagram today? God, I don't have I anything. I asked my wife if she can take a photo. She says she's busy. So <laughs> you, should, you should post that photo of that dog in the background. It looks like a good yeah. looking dog. I bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That Benson dog is the, a minimum 100 likes. The, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. It's smart. Let's try to believe Alf. me. 
I've capitalized. Wow. I've capitalized on that's my dog Benson, and I've capitalized on his uh, his first social media a lot. Actually, there's a lot of my dog on my Instagram because the only time <laughs> I think of ever posting something is when I'm with him or when I'm on the toilet, and you know I can only post with him. So, yeah. No. Anyway, so dynamite anyway, is back happening. To dynamite, right? Dynamite. All right. All right. Yeah. There's there's more dynamite, guys. MJF and Sammy Guevara are going to face off before their upcoming match on Dynamite's return to Wednesday next week so this saturday in their face off there i mean i'm sure there will be words exchanged they've been going crazy on social media uh but if you had to uh pit them against each other and make a pick right now sammy guevara mjf who do you have in that match so we're saying we're saying pre-face yep off Mm -hmm. we're gonna we i have to make a prediction yeah Hmm. you have to make the choice i mean i'm gonna go i'm gonna go sammy I think wow. that I, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you ask me who I thought would walk away from that face off feeling like they have more momentum, I'd say MGF, right? Mm. Cause, cause that's kind of how they operate. Sammy gets in the ring and he does work, but MJF gets on the mic and he does work. That's a that's quote. Um, and so I, I think, I, I, I honestly think that it'll be close. I think Sammy's going to pull one out uh, on Wednesday, but I think, if you're just watching on Saturday night, you might feel differently Sunday, come Sunday morning for sure. Wow. What do you think, Sky? It's a very good point. MJF is going to talk a very good game and convince a lot of people that he's got the upper hand. And because of that, he does. So I'm picking MJF. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this. Momentum is huge. He does not lose a lot of matches. Much like myself, if you look at our records in AEW, we don't lose very much. So mm-hmm. that's big. That's key. I'm picking MJF. Wow. Huge, wow. That's huge. man. Those are some, those are some big picks. Look, big picks. All right. There's more that's happening on dynamite, but quickly, I want to pivot away from dynamite and ask sky how his workout routines going, because you're, are you like, are you like working on getting huge, dude? What's up? Like you look jacked as hell. You're looking big. You're on like, you're eating like 20 meals a day. You just lifting heavy, going crazy. What's up? Not all heavy, actually. Uh, you know, you change your workouts up. I have been home for about two weeks. I had a little bit of time off before things get crazy again. And I really, really took this time to dial in and get my diet right with uh, Gourmet Gains, which is a local company here. And uh, one of the guys that runs Gourmet Gains is also a personal trainer. I've been working out with him for about a year. Um, once the pandemic started, I just kind of started working with him once a week at least. So uh getting my diet right getting in the making sure i've gotten the gym the gym that i used to go to for five years reopened uh so mm-hmm. i i'd like going in there everything magically just changes in my workouts i feel comfortable comfortable again i know where i'm going i know what i want to do my workouts went from level three to level 10 again and so i've just been really really dialing it in and i'm hoping in the next you know a couple weeks next few months i'll get even better and and i will look as good as I possibly can. We'll shake all this pandemic uh, garbage that we've all been carrying Man, around. Nice. Nice. That's, that's nice. Well, that, look, there's more on Dynamite, but we have to keep going. I just I just had to see. I, look, you just keep posting stories. I had to ask. Mm-hmm. My wife saw one of the stories, and she was like, he's huge. And I went, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's his job. And she went, yeah, <laughs> but he's like big, like big, big. And I went, okay, just, yeah. So just I imagine if I had the spray tan, though. 
If I had the spray tan, yeah, yeah. I, I would look even so much bigger. I'm going to put people who have been asking for some progress photos. I will mm -hmm. start doing those, uh, but I'm just not quite where I want to be yet. But, uh, you know, I'll probably I'll probably start doing some progress photos on the IG story. So if you guys want to nice. tune in at Scorpio Sky. Other than that, again, if I had that spray tan, oh, I'd be even the game changer. It's a game That's why I had the hoodie well, today. I'm like, ah, oh, man, I, I'm not ready. I'm mm -hmm. not ready. But, you know, I have to get ready. Dang. Well, guys, I'll let you get it into what it do, but um, don't don't forget about whatever you want to talk about with Batman. Okay, I'll see you soon. All right, bye. All right, thanks, Thank Eric. You, Eric. Thank you, Eric. All right, take care. Okay, uh, James, I got a question yeah. for you. What is it, Sky? <laughs> what it do, baby? Um, I've got some stuff I definitely want to talk about right off the bat. Let's do it. Los Angeles Lakers superstar Alex A.C. Fresh Caruso was arrested a few days ago at, by the College Station Police in Texas. He, mm -hmm. uh, he was boarding a plane. There's a private plane, uh, pri private airport there, and mm -hmm. he had like an herb grinder, and there was a little bit of uh, cannabis in there. Mm -hmm. And That's so shocking. I'm shocked. Yeah. Uh, just, I, 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 I don't agree with it, man. This guy's a, he's a superstar. He's, mm -hmm. he's you know, uh, it's cannabis, you know, it's cannabis, um, it's cannabis. Uh, he's a local legend out there in, in, in the college station area. He went to A&M. He is uh, mm -hmm. almost as big of a legend there as he is here in Los Angeles. And I'm just putting out the hashtag free AC fresh. I'm sure he's not in still in jail, but free AC <laughs> fresh. Like, I'm I out, man. I'm home. Drop <laughs> all the charges immediately. Come on. Weed. Weed. weed are we weed. still arresting people for weed i just li i like the idea because you i i mean i it was on like a private airport right so i like the idea of um like the planes taking off and it's a swarm of cops and they're like <laughs> trying to like shoot out the tires of the plane because he has like the tiniest little bit of weed and he's like pressed against the glasses like i use it to sleep and they're like you're not getting out of here boy and they're <laughs> shooting at the tires and stuff that's what it is yeah, and it's Queen's, very dangerous. Queen Street guy just happens to be on the plane too, and he's like, "Yo, I didn't do nothing." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How does he always everywhere? The, the, the news is happening. He's always there. He's no, always yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I agree. I think that's stupid. I think that's lame. I think, come on, what's, what's going on? If it was the pilot, sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, not oh, going to yeah. fly the plane. <laughs> Yeah, if you hear like some Bob Marley coming from the cockpit, I'm just like, uh, can I get off, please? Like, no, he's like, everything's going to be all right. <laughs> you sit, buckle up. It's like, you just hear, boom, don't let him fool you. Oh, no. <laughs> like, uh oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me get off this. <laughs> oh, man, moving on. I want to talk about mm -hmm. this Batman thing. Uh, did you see, I believe it's for, for the Flash movie that Michael Keaton is going to be Bruce Wayne, Batman, is that real? Did I, I mean, yeah. like, I got so excited when I saw that. Cause they're doing, it's like, yeah, I, Michael Keaton is back as Batman slash Bruce Wayne in this. He's supposed to be an older Batman. I don't know much about the Flash movie. I know that there's, he does a lot of time jumping. That character has gone from just someone who runs fast to someone who flies through time and stuff. Um, but uh, but yeah, so he's he's definitely in it. It's it's weird because he is also in the MCU because mm. he was Vulture in the Spider-Man movies. But he's also in Morbius, which is in the Venom universe, which is not technically in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So he's he's in everything. He's <laughs> everywhere, man. 
Yeah. I uh, personally, I, I loved it so much. Like, you know, anyone in our generation, like he is Batman. Um, and I want to see another Batman movie with him in it. Like, would you be on board for that? I saw this cartoon Batman movie once and uh, it was, it was old. I don't remember what it was called, but it was basically old Batman. And he was like trying mm-hmm. to work off the, the, uh, you know, the, the, the rust of being mm-hmm. a superhero. And he was like, he was an old man, but he, and, yeah. and so he was like, he was just trying to get back in the flow of things. And I, and it, it actually was a really, really good movie. Was and it Dark so Knight would, Returns? Does that sound right? Dark Knight Returns? Something like that. I saw it a mm-hmm. few years ago. Uh, but mm-hmm. I would love for them to make that into an actual movie with, with Michael Keaton in it. I think that'd be great. Well, there's there's a show, a cartoon that's beloved and great called Batman Beyond, which took place in the far off future of, I think, now. Um, <laughs> but uh, but like it was about this young kid who comes in and then Bruce Wayne is older and he assumes the mantle of this new young Batman under the guidance of Bruce Wayne. Um, and for the longest time, people would be like, make it Michael Keaton, make it Michael Keaton, do it, make it Michael Keaton. And I completely agree. I think he'd be fantastic. Was that a comic book as well? I think it was just a cartoon. I think it was, mm. I mean, it, there's probably comics now, but I think it was originally a cartoon. Mm, okay. Um, I thought I remember yeah. like a, a comic book. Well, you know, maybe there was a cartoon that I actually did see about that. I'm not too sure. But anyways, mm. uh, I just definitely wanted to bring that up. I thought it was so, so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, if we can find a way to talk about Batman every week, I'm a fan of it. Uh, so yeah. tell me about Sexy Beasts. Okay. So Sexy Beast. I know this is your segment, and so let's not confuse this with my 15 seconds. This is not part of that allotted time. Sexy Beast, it's just something that we had to talk about this week. It is a new Netflix dating show. And the catch is that all of the people on the show are under extremely wild prosthetics. They are all like these humanoid, animal humanoid things. Now, the idea being... The idea being that that way you can't make a judgment call based off how someone looks in terms of whether or not you're attracted to them. It's all personality, right? <laughs> Except that as far as I can tell, they're all pretty hot anyway, so it like it doesn't matter. Also, the animals are just hideous. We saw one just a minute ago that was like a beaver person <laughs> and it like the for the most part, the prosthetics are actually really good. They hired a very good effects studio. There's someone who's like a dolphin. There's a, an alien woman. They're all just these f- weird uh, animal hybrid things. My problem is that this guy here that we're looking at, the beaver, has teeth that <laughs> obstruct obstruct his ability to speak. And I'm like, I feel like that's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's not okay. Um, first personality second though i mean that's, that's what, yeah that's, that's what, what he's the picture saying. says i love the so quote. i i don't know how much you like watching reality dating shows i know that's definitely a big thing for a lot of people but are you it's, into it it is so up my alley like okay. i love it there was that one show they had um it was like what was it called love is blind or something where mm-hmm. like, they, they couldn't see each other they have they have to talk through like a wall uh, yeah. I loved that show. I mean, you know, I'm a huge 90 Day Fiance show. So anything when it when it comes to stuff like that and reality TV, uh, sign me up, put me first on the list. I, I'm mm-hmm. you've already talked me into it. I'm I'm watching Sexy Beasts like today if it's available. So yeah, you talked oh, me into that. I love it. Great, great. Yeah, it's it looks like a nightmare. It's definitely gonna give people terrifying nightmares because it's it's really you should go watch the trailer and just be like, oh oh my god, <laughs> oh no, oh no. Um, but yeah, it seemed like it was right up your alley. So I'm glad I'm glad we brought it up here. 
Speaking of right up my alley, we've got one more thing I want to cover. I know we're, we're, we're basically we're pressed mm-hmm. for time on this segment. But have you heard of BackSync? I know you have because we were just talking about it. Off yeah, there. I have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for people that don't know, um, there is a new group. It is uh, I, I want to get the it is Nick Carter, Lance Bass, AJ McLean and Joey Fatone, members of NSYNC and Backstreet Boys mm-hmm. have formed a group and they are going on tour. They're going to, going to make music. The name of the group is BackSync. Uh, are you on board? Are, is this like, if this was Tinder, are you swiping right on this? You swiping left? Like, what are you thinking on this? Are you a Backstreet Sync fan? Which is the way you swipe when you want to have sex with it? Ah, you are very smart. Just in case the wife's listening, he's like, oh, I, I missed it. I don't know I, I how to it. use I Tinder. Uh, da- I, I, missed, I genuinely did miss the online dating phase of things. That's how long I've been tied down to the old, the old hammer and sickle. Wait, that's not right. Um, but uh, I, I am totally into this. I am absolutely into this. I love 90s pop throwback to that the whole thing i remember when the spice girls got get reunited and went on tour uh my wife actually went to one of those shows and was like it was the best thing ever you'd like truly get to appreciate it more as an adult as opposed to going like as a young kid and feeling out of place or feeling like i don't know i feel like if i went as a kid i wouldn't be able to enjoy a concert but as an adult ooh, baby give it to me and you get both their tracks I saw them singing by singing and dancing to bye bye bye, but I imagine it's gonna be a two way backstreet. I love it. Right? All on board. And that yeah. is what it do, baby, ladies and gentlemen. That was that was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good uh, one. Big, big congratulations to Cody and Brandy Rhodes on the birth of their first child. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. I want to make sure I say that. Liberty. Uh, mm-hmm. cute little girl, I'm sure. Um hopefully she uh looks more like Brandy than Cody, but <laughs> bad looking guy he's actually a very good looking guy but you know yeah we don't want a girl that looks like cody right no 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 heavens no <laughs> heavens no yeah um but uh now it's time eric we're gonna need you to hop back in to the room hop back in here yeah because we got I, some games to play i have a game that mm-hmm. i want to play so i got a question for you guys <clears throat> what did he baby <laughs> that's harder to hold than you think it's gonna be that's (laughs) like sky does it and it seems effortless and that's exhausting Mm -hmm. boy man guys here's the thing i am a big purchaser of items uh on uh the electronic bay network uh Mm -hmm. i find all sorts of things don't smile james we have not started playing the game yet uh we we have i find all kinds of things i found a shirt that had the Joker and he was holding a, a card that said San Diego Padres. And then there was a American flag behind him. Classic Joker stuff. $45. But no, that's way over. So guys, that's the thing. Here are some things that I wanted to buy, but people outbid me. So I lost on these items and I need you to tell me how much somebody paid for them. Okay. Are you ready to play? What did E-Baby? I'm so bad right. at this, but I'm excited. Okay, guys, yeah. here we go. The first one, this is... Magic the Gathering PSA 10 Alpha Set Black Lotus card. PSA stands for Professional Sports Authenticator. This is a Black Lotus card from the Magic the Gathering card game. Remember, Mm -hmm. what did it sell for without going over? Shall I? You want me to open this one up? I feel like I I can help calibrate on this potentially. Uh Uh-huh. Trading cards 
are better than stocks. You, honestly, you, you're going to invest in something. Don't buy real estate. Buy collectible card game stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, I already know by seeing the black border that this mm -hmm. is not this is a, a legit one. Um, I know that much. I don't know that much about the specifics of Magic the Gathering, so I don't know the importance of this card. Sky will fill you in on specifically. Yeah, like we'll talk. We'll talk later about it. Um, but I know what these cards can be worth, so I'm gonna say ninety-five thousand dollars. Ninety-five thousand dollars, guy. Uh, Sky's face. <laughs> he didn't think that it was going to be that high. Ninety-five thousand. Oh what my do you god. Think? What do you think this sold for? I would love to use a lifeline and call Brandon Cutler, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I can. Oh, do he would that. know. <laughs> yeah, he would know. I'm sure he would know, know right he away. He bought it. $95,000? Holy cow, man. I, I hope that's wrong. I'm going to go... <laughs> Fifty thousand dollars. Even that sounds disgusting. What would you? What, what, what before? Before I said ninety-five thousand dollars, what number were you thinking? I, I thought maybe like you know, four or five grand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll Actually, see. I should probably. I should probably. You know what? Let's go with four. Let's go with five grand. Uh, okay. 50, oh, okay. Let's say say one dollar, Bob. Grand. You said yeah. So okay. one dollar, Bob. Um. The uh, Magic: The Gathering PSA 10 Alpha Set Black Lotus card. This is graded at level 10, the highest it can be, mint condition. The highest it can be. Sold for $250,000. Wow, I even I was so, so <laughs> off. So off. Oh, my God. I almost Sky, got it halfway there. What a guess. What a guess with $4,000. $250,000. Like, Sky, it's got the black border. Yeah, mint. So does, my, so, does, so does my iPhone, but like, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like holy cow, uh, guys, man. that was that was only the first item. I've got a couple mm -hmm. of more. Here right. we go. Okay. Are you ready for my next item? Mm -hmm. Yes. Ghost in a jar. Ooh, that's Sky, good. Sky rolled his eyes when it's he a saw ghost, ghost in a jar. Sky. All right, I'll There's go finally got a ghost one. inside of it. What is All it? Right, like, is there any like, special ghost? Is it not? Is not the ghost of Elvis Presley? Uh, simply, or? simply put. The person who sold this said, whatever is in here is whatever the black stuff is. I am not liable if you let it out. What you see in there is Risky. a ghost in a jar. It's dangerous. I hate people. Um, <laughs> $250. Yeah. $250 from Scorpio Sky. James, ghost in a jar. I'm trying to see what the writing says. Are those... Are those is that war uh, they, are those warnings yeah or? they're warnings they're markings uh letting uh -huh. you know that there's a ghost in the jar okay yeah right. so if you were to walk it's across that you'd something. go well clearly there's a ghost <laughs> yeah you want to know yeah, don't, don't, don't like... open that up don't open that up that's, that's my <laughs> that's pretty my old ghost. jar it's pretty good uh, it is a pretty old jar uh-huh it's here's the thing i think it's yeah. gonna get it's gonna get some price knocked off of it because right. of the danger factor Okay. Right? There's okay. interest, but there's danger. You're assuming a responsibility, not just sure. getting something that's going to be amazing forever, like a Magic mm -hmm. the Gathering card. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to throw out $65,000. $65,000. For a ghost well, in a jar. It's a ghost, Sky. It's yeah, a ghost. I, clearly it's a ghost. It says it in quotes right below ghost. this picture I found. The jar is also pretty nice, too. It's not a bad, it's not a bad jar. The ghost in a jar sold 
for $50,922. Oh. So, by virtue of going over, Scorpio Sky, you have a point. I, so I won by default. <laughs> so close. I was, I was within 15K or whatever. I almost okay. said 50. Guys, let me show you this next item. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a chicken say nugget. no more. Say no this more. Is, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> this is a chicken nugget shaped like a bong, right? Oh, is that that's what a, that is? Okay. Yeah, yeah, All right, that's yeah. What it's I, listed. I, I didn't see bong for some <laughs> reason, but that's what it's listed as. Chicken nugget shaped like a bong. Mm -hmm. You tell me the price mm -hmm. for the chicken nugget shaped like and again, guys, mm -hmm. it's shaped like a bong. Yeah. Well, normally, so normally, so for five bucks, you can get like 20 of these, right? Right. Yes. Well, this is, bucks, I will say, I will say this is part of an eight piece nugget meal. You get all eight nuggets, but this is the prize possession of them. Gotcha. Oh, okay. okay. So, so it's whatever talking. the, it's whatever the price mm -hmm. is of mm -hmm. this plus mm -hmm. another 350. Right. Right. Okay. Great. So Good we, to know. All right. What so do you think? chicken nuggets shaped like a bong. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go. $81,000 and $3.50. Lord. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I have a very, very important question. I'm surprised I haven't asked sooner yeah. when it comes to these things. This is very important when it comes to eBay. Uh -huh. uh, is it free shipping or is there an additional charge mm. that does not count towards this price? Mm. Uh, this currently does not have free shipping. Ah. There are there's shipping is four dollars and twenty five cents. Okay, because you know how shipping. eBay is. You'll you'll yeah. look at something, you'll be like, oh shoot, ten dollars free shipping. I'm on yeah. board. But if it's like, oh seven dollars, three dollars shipping, nope, I'm yep. off that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, it's too much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to say ten dollars. Ten dollars. That's barely. It's barely the price. Barely the price of a normal packet of nuggets. This is some old cold, cold nuggets. Nobody wants old cold Guys, nuggets. Shaped like, it's shaped like a bong or a key. Okay. I I don't know what I don't know what to do. Sky got it on the nose. What? It's ten dollars. Wow, that's a steal. How did you? How did, are you? Did you list this? Did <laughs> is that you your find the nugget bong? No, wow. it's not my nugget bong. I was like, there's no possible way. If it was shaped like Elvis or Mother Teresa or something, I can see mm -hmm. it. Uh, oh, I sound better. Uh, Elvis or like Mother <laughs> Teresa or something. Mm -hmm. I could Man. see it going for more, but just right. shaped wow. like a bong? Nope. Amazing. That's crazy. Work. Can we? Can, right. I, can I point out the obvious though? It's shaped like yeah. a dick. Okay. Well, speaking... It's shaped like a dick. Oh, I guess you're right. I didn't see um, that, but I guess it is. Speaking yeah, of speaking at... of something shaped like a dick, our last item. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. There's more. A mirror ball member shaped like a chicken nugget. Dildo, the bling Holy dong. How? Novelty disco ball penis. Mm -hmm. Sixteen inches, custom made. Okay. Wow. Right. So 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 it's basically standard size. <laughs> gotcha okay so anatomically correct got it um oh, sky you want to i guess it is my you want to take a swing at this first oh boy uh there's no there's nothing uh special about it. it's just a, a, a it's custom made disco ball I mean, you just described yeah, something pretty special handmade hand 16 inches three and a half inches in diameter um, it does have a detachable circular black base upon which the scrotum rests, 
which mm, measure beautiful. which measures five and a half inches in diameter. Beautiful. So I am going to go. It is custom made. Two hundred and fifty dollars. Two hundred and fifty dollars, James. What is your guess for the, uh, this disco ball? Yeah, custom made. <laughs> it's custom made. Um, uh-huh. So that means it's one of a kind. But it, it honestly, it isn't truly. I feel like you could find someone uh-huh. that, that could make that for you potentially. Right. And this was yes. sold. We did confirm that someone decided they so, wanted yeah, it. It's not just listed so, at some so, wild nope, price. So you can so you can get it right now. And uh, there you go. Go ahead. I'm gonna and, I'm uh, gonna go pretty conservative on this one. I'm gonna say. Well, no one gets a point because this sold for $69.69. I almost was going to say $50. Uh, Of course it was $69.69. I hate everything. Wow. (laughs) That's 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 a great deal. What did he, baby? I'm not going to keep holding it. It's exhausting. But guys, that's the game. Thank you so much. That was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. That was fun. Mm -hmm. That was fun. Thank you. Speaking of oh, and fun. Sky, and Sky One, by the way. Sky One. Sky One? Oh, kind yeah. Of by Sky default. One. Kind of by default. Sky One. But yeah. That's fine. We'll take it. You take, take those W's. I'll take it. I'll take a W take where I can get it. Um, speaking of winning, we have an amazing run in coming up right now with Jeremy Dooley. Check it out as soon as you can. I was like, let's do it right now. Everybody, I am super excited for our guest this week. I mean, I'm always excited for our guest, but this one is special. He's a friend of mine. He's someone I've worked with for a really long time, a coworker at Rooster Teeth, uh, a fellow wrestling lover. He's a musician. He's a writer. He's a comedian. He is a content creator. He's everything in between. Jeremy Dooley, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Super excited to be here and in a slot that people far more famous than me have been in. It's <laughs> It's very nice. But you, you, are, you are underselling yourself. You are a multi-talented savant. I will give you my nickname. And uh, this will only be for the visual audience here. Um, you and I have this like, uh, like, can we go back to our side to side here? Like, look at us. We're kind of very similar with our features. Like similar, but different. Similar, but different in some ways. Yeah. When you were setting it up, I was kind of like, look at it. I was like, huh, it kind of mm-hmm. looks like me. Yeah, definite <laughs> vibes. Not many people can pull off the round look, you know? You got you to gotta really hope you got a good shaped head for not having uh-huh. hair on top of it. And uh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we can pull that Sexy. off. Yeah, it is. Both of, well, both of you look great. I, Jeremy, I really wanted to have you on the show because I feel like you and I, number one, have bonded about wrestling in the past. It's something that we've both talked about a lot about how we enjoy something we enjoyed, something we grew up with and something that's kind of always been a part of what we do, whether or not we're watching week to week. It's always been like at the back of our heads. And I know that you and I have been like the most vocal advocates at our respective jobs about like, can we get more wrestling? How can we be wrestling? Will we wrestle? Can you get us time to wrestle? So I just wanted to, you know, kind of like ask you, where that fandom for you began like you know what what about sports entertainment like really appealed to you i mean it was a big question but i just kind of want to know uh so the major appealed to me because i started watching really young you know when i was probably like seven or so uh really got into wrestling but the thing is none of my friends were like none of my family was into wrestling it was just me like i would just 
sit there and watch it. And to me, it was like watching real life superheroes. Uh, because, I mean, that's the closest you can get. Like, there are these larger than life characters with these storylines. There's heroes and villains. And so it was like watching superheroes in real life doing these amazing things. And um, so I got really into it. But it wasn't until I got to Rooster Teeth that I actually got to talk about it with other people. And it's one of the reasons that AEW, like, holds a really special place in my heart because even though I watched since I was really young and I lived really close to Boston, I had never been to a live show ever. I had always just watched it, you know, on television. And I was like, I mean, how, how much better could it be to be at a live show? I mean, you see, you're right in the ring watching it. But then we had a bunch of wrestlers come by the office um, and we, you know, played, played some video games with them. Uh, Sammy like, Guevara low blowed me and stole my shoes at one point. Perfect, uh, yep. Perfect. <laughs> Adam Page and GTA. We had a great time. But um, mm-hmm. right after it, Eric uh, was talking to me about, you know, they were in town because they had an episode of Dynamite. And so I went with them to see it. It was my first live show, uh, a Dynamite in Austin. And it was better than I ever could have imagined. Like the atmosphere of being being there live and feeling the match like you know when people when people hit that ring you can actually like feel the impact and everything and uh what an amazing amazing experience so yeah rooster teeth um has you know working here has given me more love for wrestling because i appreciate the art of it i appreciate um like the character work and just everything that goes into it and then it gave me a chance to to see a live show and yeah like you said we talk all the time about how yeah. it's it's similar. We have characters. We have, we, you know, we take who we are and we turn it up to 11 to make our content. And I see the wrestlers do that. I see them come in. I'm talking to them. Um, you know, I, I was talking, talking to Jungle Boy. And, and then it's like, all right, cameras are on. Here we go. And that those personalities, they're still them, but they just turn up. And, it, and it's amazing watching it happen. Being a wrestling fan is always like an easy bond for people. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I always, you know, when you're growing up and you might be in like a new class or something, but then you look over at someone's binder and they've got like a Hulk Hogan sticker and you're like, oh, okay, let me slide next to this person. <laughs> so I'm kind of curious, like, <laughs> what, do you remember what, what it, like, this is always interesting to me. Like, do you remember what about wrestling appealed to you? Was there a moment? Was there a particular wrestler that sparked that interest and drew you in? Uh, yeah. So the particular moment was I was, I, I remember sitting there just, you know, kind of going through the channels and I saw wrestling was on and I had heard people like talk about pro wrestling before. I had never watched it. And, um, the first person I see walk out, like there's a, already a fight going on in the ring. And then, uh, the lights kind of dim red flash and out comes Kane you know, with the masked version with the long hair Mm -hmm. and that like, as a kid, I'm like, this is a literal monster that I'm watching walk in to the ring. And I just couldn't look away from it because I was, I was so engrossed by this. You know, it was so real to me because I was so into like superheroes and supervillains and everything. And I'm like, this is a villain. This is a real life supervillain walking down you know, into mm-hmm. no one could stop him and everything. And so I remember that being what really hooked me into it was like this over the top character. And then yeah. as I got older 
and and continued watching i just started falling more and more in love with the actual craft of it because you don't you don't really stop to think about what happens in a match and the like the artistry and and how many things are going right in a match how it flows how it all works and um that was just something i i got this huge appreciation for as i watched it more and more when you leave a match and you you really go to yourself that was that was an incredible match that was two people who are amazing at what they do and just put on a great show so it just evolved over time into that love it is weird to think about because like you know obviously pulling the veil back a little bit like you know with wrestling having predetermined outcomes and and stuff like that you know there was always the fear that that might cheapen what it was cheapen that experience but i think there's a lot of people that once they get behind that veil have a much greater appreciation for it mm -hmm. like when you can see how much work goes into like setting up and paying something off physically in a match i i actually a school that i went to um to train for a little while described it as like imagine if every single time you watched a sporting event it was the most compelling version of that sporting event <laughs> You know, like like it, if it was soccer, if it was basketball, if it was a, imagine if you could make it so that way the game is tied, you know, like yeah. or, or better yet, imagine so you can make it so that way the team you're rooting against is in the lead by like 20 points at halftime. But then over the course of the second half, they're gaining points. Your team's gaining, you're gaining. And then right at the end of the fourth quarter, it's tied going into like the last 10 seconds like that to me is what like professional wrestling can be and i just i love the appeal of it i also love that like it's funny because you know kane is who you you know were drawn to a villain right, right? a larger than life villain whereas like i was all i was drawn to like Shawn michaels but only when he turned heel you know like i don't know what it is because you as if as a kid or whatever you see like you know hulk hogan on wheaties boxes and stuff like that telling you to and has this massive fandom but there's also a lot of us that are like who are the bad guys like who are the bad guys and how do, how do they why don't they draw something out of me that i don't understand yeah absolutely i mean like because i think a lot of the characters you see and and the and the, the people you see are like not who you could be like you mm -hmm. you couldn't just walk around and be that i mean and if you ran into someone like you know heel Shawn Michaels you'd be like well that guy was an asshole right like as you're leaving but you know watching them and and going I hate this guy but I I know I'm supposed to hate this guy so therefore I love it like I love I love how perfect they're fitting that mold and 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 being who need and like not everyone can do that you can't just go out there and be unlikable you know it's it's not just something someone can can just go and do you have to have a real art to it like like mjf is, is the best at it but in my opinion one of the best at just being unlikable in the best way um and it, it's an art in itself like you know you can be an over-the-top character but to be an over-the-top character that people actually hate is is a whole different art in itself and i think that's what draws me to villains i'm like that's incredible like very well done well, I think when it comes to the the difference between heroes and villains is it's a lot easier and more fun to be the villain. 
Um, you know, it's in life in general, it's harder to make people like you than dislike you. Mm -hmm. And then you, you add in the whole like, oh gosh, I've had a bad day. Well, you can use that. It's hard to use a bad day to go out and be likable. But if you've had a bad day, you can go out and you can, you know, really just put it on your opponent or, or give just nasty looks to everyone. Like myself, you know, I, I've been called a natural baby face many times over my career. But the odd thing about it is I'm a much more comfortable heel. Like I, I enjoy being the bad guy. I enjoy uh, people wanting to see me get my ass kicked. And um, that's just, you know, it's part of the art, man. It's a lot of fun. And, and uh, I appreciate when I can talk to guys like you uh, that aren't in the ring, but you get it, you understand it. It's always an interesting conversation for, to me. And like, I appreciate uh, the fact that you guys get it and, and you give us that, uh, you know, you're part of the reason why we do what we do, because really we are what we are. You we're the same as you, as far as our love for and passion for the business. And, and, uh, but somebody has got to be on the outside and someone's got to be on the inside. Yeah. And that, that's a line I, I, I hope to cross one day for one match. I talked to James about this and I was like, I would love one day to have one match, like get the training, have a match, definitely get my ass kicked. Like, <laughs> you know, a hundred percent. And James, who is, you know, trained and, and had a match, um, you you just were always like, you got to do it. You got to. I was it. like, you got to do it, man. You yeah. got to do it. It's on the list. I mean, because Sky, I've told you about RTX is like the Rooster Teeth convention Every single year without fail, it comes around and then Jeremy and I will go like either independently or together go like, you know, would be really good, like a wrestling ring, like in the middle of the convention center. And like maybe (laughs) Jeremy and I like have a match in it and like, you know, it might be really cool. And then everyone goes like, hmm. But then someone looks up the cost of like renting a ring and then it gets like (laughs) it gets written out. We we have found ways to slip it in though because we went on a a live tour several years ago which is weird to say it's still weird to say but we did a live tour where we basically in front of an audience in different or, or like us uh, what theaters around uh, the east coast performed kind of like as our larger than life personalities and like played games and got the audience involved and stuff like that and my immediate perspective was how could I get wrestling into this? And so what I did with my group was we basically played a wrestling game, but as our characters. So we made a creative character and we played the game and we actually did it in with our costumes, mimicking what it was in real life. And then only played the game for a few minutes before we then started spilling that out into actually like battling with each other on the stage. And we had breakable chairs, we had breakable <laughs> bottles, we had breakable bats, cinder blocks and all kinds of stuff like that. And I think we did it. We did it four times. And I think after the first night, Jeremy, we like came off stage and Jeremy was like, if there's any way <laughs> I can get involved in this, I would love to do it. And so I think it may have been the last night or the third or the last night. Yeah. Um, Jeremy came out in the midst of it and then we power bombed him. I power bombed him through a table, which was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was. Um, yeah. And like, so. I remember going, I don't know how this is going to work out. Like, I don't, you know, I have no doubt that James can powerbomb me, uh, but we had, I know we had Bruce next to you too, just mm-hmm. like as like a just in case, like, you know, to get me up there. Yeah. But um, once I was up there, I was like, 
you know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna tuck my <laughs> head in and hope for the best. And and that's when I, and I went through that table, and like you know, again th- later that night, like you know, my I had like little shards all over my bed, like you know the cuts and the scratches. And and I, and I was just going. That was awesome. That was so Thank that goodness was the so table epic. broke. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst, but it doesn't oh, break. I, it's I, just I like, clack. It's, oh, no. Oh, God. Yeah, that was. Well, if you guys yeah. ever want to take it to the next level and have yourselves a match against each other, maybe I can be the special guest referee or something. Oh, you already that have me sold blast. on that. Yes. That would <laughs> be a fun. blast. Or you know be good? It, it, is you, could, uh, you can do like a battle rap against Max Caster or something. You guys could just go at it back and forth. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll do that and then straight into the match. And people like, mm-hmm. like right off of that rap into a man. Well, he's tired. That's why he's getting his ass kicked right now. Yeah. <laughs> he expended it all. Well, let's talk a little bit about your music. I, I'm I'm very curious. Uh, you know, I understand you're like, you know, you, you um, obviously you do a lot of writing, but then also the music uh, is is incredibly interesting to me. And so what got you into that? And uh, what are some, what's some of your inspo? Um, so I've just always been, you know, super into music since I was like rock music specifically. And I think it's one of the reasons that I fell in love when I went to the live show, um, the wrestling live show is because I love going to concerts and ha- having that energy and feeling, you know, the blast of the music and everything being a part of it. So uh, as I started to, get older i was like i can just kind of write some music i got into playing guitar and then i was like i'll write it i'll just like jot down some ideas for songs and stuff like that not thinking it would go anywhere wrote some jokey raps um sort of along the line of if you've ever seen like epic rap battles of history on youtube like i just kind of did some jokey rap battles and things like that um and i just got contacted by Another fan, at this time I was a fan of Rooster Teeth, and another fan, uh, his name is Spencer, contacted me and was like, hey, I want to help you make music for these lyrics you're writing and turn them into songs. And then once I came on to Rooster Teeth, we just explode that into a, an actual band. It's just the two of us that, um, you know, we produce all the music and, and get that all recorded, get the, the lyrics on there. And we're working on a second album right now. And uh, most of the inspiration comes from like early 2000s rock. Uh, Just like the stuff we listened to in high school and loved. Like Linkin Park is is a huge one that inspired a lot of our music. Um, You know, P.O.D., Saliva, stuff like that. It was really anything you'd hear as an entrance song. Uh, yeah, that's, I was gonna say, I mean, I was that's really say. what it is. <laughs> yeah. From the backyard wrestling days. Exactly. That's, you know, you mentioned saliva and I go entrance music. That's that's mm-hmm. basically on. I have a playlist on my phone, which is like potential entrance themes. And like, I think saliva is on there like four or five times. Oh, yeah, absolutely. When I finish a song, when we finish a new song and I'm listening to it, I'm like, could I walk out to this? Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Awesome. It's on the album. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that that music gets you hyped though i mean it's like that's yeah. that era was full of so much of that type of music that just got you so hyped up and it was just that those were perfect for your entrance themes yeah i, mm-hmm. I mean anytime a song you can't think of quite you know the right lyrics to say so you just go oh i'm good i'm all <laughs> yeah, about yeah. it i'm like there it is there, yeah. like that's the music you ever it, think about combining the worlds and and uh maybe trying to write a, a theme song for yourself or for a wrestler or 
anything like that oh i i mean i would love to that is a that's a pie in the sky goal right there i mean like if i ever came out i would come out to my own music like because mm -hmm. why not might as well just have have that going on um but dude i would love to write a song for a wrestler and i mean like and there's you know they all they a lot of them have the same message of you know I'm me. I'm gonna kick your ass. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good message for an entrance <laughs> the theme. theme. Yeah, yeah. But like, because when you write a song for an entrance, it, it's it's different because you need that that first hit of the song to really be something. Yep. Uh, yes. That hook is so imp important so that when that hits, you know, instantly the crowd knows what's what's happening, what's coming, uh, mm -hmm. and it really makes the song you know hit differently. Um, whatever that opening is so if i was gonna we call it a sting at the top yes that's what oh, we yeah. call it it's like uh, the glass breaking on austin's mm -hmm. music mm -hmm. or uh if you smell you know, if you smell, you know like yep. the bret hart's like when i was talking to um mikey ruckus when we were getting ready to do my singles theme song reach for the sky that's exactly what i told him I told him the exact same thing you did i said i want that thing and i didn't know what it was called either at that time he told me yeah it's the sting at the top said, I want that thing at the top to where the moment the first note of the song hits, you know it's me. And, and that's where he came up with, reach for the sky. So it's like, that's one thing. We should get you linked in with Mikey Ruckus. I think it would be cool, especially if we can bring back. There's got to be some wrestlers out there that want this, you know, early oh, yeah. 2000s type. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Up. Hell yeah. <laughs> and like, Hell yeah. you know, and of course, I'm like super supportive you know, not just of like the wrestling you can go and watch on on television or anything like that, but like indie wrestlers, you know, need their themes too. And and like, I really would love to get in on that scene and and you know, give something that you know someone could take with them across different you know across different indie scenes and and just have as as theirs. Like that would be like that's a huge goal of mine. It was like to to give this to someone if they want it. Uh, yeah. Unless yep. you're Jungle Boy, in which case, then you just you <laughs> you just go. Can you just? Does anyone after <laughs> Tarzan Boy? Is anyone using that? No. Okay. All right. Great. Perfect. Great. Let's do that. <laughs> um, it's it's interesting because like obviously Chris Jericho, hugely accomplished wrestler. Like he is he is one of the best, one of the greatest of all times, mm -hmm. forever associated with the sport. But obviously, you know, he also has Fozzy. And so when he comes out and he stands in that ring and people are cheering for him, it's already like, wow, imagine that feeling of someone like being there and cheering for you. But when they're singing back his song <sighs> lyrics, which, you know, he wrote thinking this could be a theme because it has all those elements we're talking about. Right. Like. I, I'm so curious how that must feel. I just got goosebumps on the back of my neck, just like thinking about how that must feel every single time without fail. It blows my mind. Yeah, it's it's instant feedback, right? Like from, you know, we can make videos online and we can see read comments and it's like, that's nice. So, you know, people seem to like this, but that, you know, when... I assume like wrestlers, they get that instant feedback in the ring when they do something and the cheers happen. And, you know, as a heel, you get the booze. It's you, you get that instant feedback that you're doing things right. But to have a crowd instantly just start singing your song as you're walking in, you know, that's a level of, 
appreciation like not just for your music and not just for the stuff that you make but for you just as a person like it's 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 a whole crowd saying we appreciate you we love what you do in all forms and this is us showing it it, it must be unbelievable yeah, I definitely think when he's standing in the ring looking out at everyone singing that song and he's got that little smile on his face, you're like, that's not for the show. He's just enjoying that moment. <laughs> um, but before I know, because we're getting tight, uh, you've got your hand in so many different pots. Um, and I always appreciate people that are like that, that are so ambitious of saying, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to do that because we are only placed with so much time on this planet and, uh, you know, you have to maximize that time. And so I wanted to talk, uh, talk a little bit about and find out from you, like, where does that ambition come from of conquering multiple worlds? Um, where does that drive come from? And what can people do to increase their drive and, and, and chase their dreams uh, of, of no matter what they may be and no matter how many there are? Uh, yeah, I mean, I... There's there's a couple of different things of, you know, how I got into everything that I have, but there was always this thing that my my dad used to say to me because when people want to try new things or they really want to dedicate themselves to something, a lot of people won't because they say they don't have time. Um but like my dad used to always say to me that he used to say no one has time. Uh you never have time for something. You have to make time for something. And if if you're really dedicated to something, then you'll you'll make the time for it. And uh, so that always stuck with me of, you know, I I put a lot of hours into all of these different things, you know, because I enjoy them and because I want to make the time for them. Um, and at the same time, I'm the kind of person that I'll take in a, a form of media, you know, whether it's music or writing or making videos or whatever it is. And I... I have to wonder my, to myself, could I do that? Is that something that I could possibly do? And then I try it. And sometimes it, it works out, like the things that I'm currently working on, you know, have worked out. Um, and sometimes it doesn't, you know, and you can't be afraid of trying something new and, and dedicating yourself to it and dedicating time to it and then having it not work out because that's sometimes the way life is. Uh, and then you know that, okay, this didn't work, I can either say I'm going to move on entirely and do something else, or you can just kind of put it on the back burner for a bit and return to it later when you've learned more, when you have more experience, um, and then and give it another shot later on. But really, it's it's a matter of, you know, if there's something you love and there's something you want to go for, you you have to put in the time, you have to put in the effort, and you you have to want it. Like, that's yeah. you know that's the thing with me is i i wanted to see if i could do this i wanted to push the limits of what i could do and and see what i could manage and uh and that's what made it happen because a lot of people try things and they don't work out but you'll never know what does work out unless you try it it's pretty much the thing i love that so much no one has time you have to make time mm -hmm. oh my god i love that i'm gonna write yeah. that down it really stuck with me. Yeah, I was like, that's that's true. Yeah, you, you have to make the time for the things that you love and the things you want to try. Well, Jeremy, we have to make time to have <laughs> a wrestling match. Yes. Is what we have to do. Um, and, and I'm going to referee it. 
Uh, yeah, please. Yeah, special um, guest for every. I don't know which. I don't. I don't know which. Is that going to be biased? Is gonna, I feel like I'm going to get a lot of <laughs> a lot of close counts there, Sky. I'm going to call no? it right he, down the middle. Right down we'll the see middle. About I'm that. a fair well, man. You know that. Let's let's make that happen, Jeremy. As always, love you. You're fantastic. You do inspire me. I love working with you, and you're great. We're going to get that match, and thank you so much for coming on the show. Just for anyone who may not already be aware of all the things you do, where is a great place for people to find you? Uh, people can find me by heading over to AchievementHunter.com. I make a lot of videos over there, and uh, I stream at uh, Twitch.tv slash DulyNotedGaming. Other than that... Uh, you can find my books on Amazon, Go Nitro, and then my music. My band is uh, 1551, 1551. You can find my music there. And that's where awesome. I am. <laughs> this has been this has been great. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, I'd love to have you back sometime. And uh, make sure you guys, if you are not already following him, go out there and follow him because this guy's doing yeah. lots of big things. Thank you, Jeremy. We'll talk to you soon. Will do. See you guys. Are you sick of all the randos sliding into your team chat whenever you and your friends are grouped up in your favorite games? Then you need to have your own private oasis. It's your paradise. Let's admit it, because that online gaming scene can be a wasteland. Oasis is a free and easy to use add-on for Omen Gaming Hub that creates a virtual room for you and up to 15 of your friends for private gaming and watch parties. But Oasis isn't just any virtual room. With low latency, 720p, 30 frames per second screen sharing and seamless audio quality. You can quit worrying about technical difficulties. Stop arguing over who has the worst internet connection and just get to playing. And because you can use voice or text chat while you share your screen or play along with someone else's, Oasis is the best way to hang out when you can't hang out. Uh, make sure you have Omen Gaming Hub installed, then get the Oasis add-on to build your own gaming paradise. So. Play together, watch together, chat together, share together, all with Oasis by Omen. Go to bit.ly slash OasisDBX to download Oasis on the Omen Gaming Hub and try out the beta now. And this episode is brought to you by, uh, sponsored by Full Sail University. We know you love wrestling, but have you ever considered working on the production side of it? If so, then I want to tell you about Full Sail University, which offers a variety of entertainment degree programs that can teach you the ins and outs of creating a five-star wrestling moment for the world to see. In fact, there are a number of regularly scheduled shows on Full Sail campus, allowing show production and film students to take part in everything from event setup to camera operations and more. Full Sail offers courses relating to audio and visual technologies, lighting concepts and designs, live production management, broadcast production, and more for students to learn how to bring shows like Dynamite to life. To learn more about full sales programs, as well as potential scholarship and uh, uh, opportunities, blah, 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 <laughs> visit fullsale.edu slash week. That's fullsale.edu slash W-E-E-K. Thank you so much to those sponsors and thank you to Jeremy for being an amazing guest on this episode. If you want to listen to the full interview that we did with Jeremy, make sure to check out the audio version of this podcast. We talk about what started Jeremy's love of wrestling. Also, because he's a musician, we talk a little about whether or not he thinks he could make good entrance music or how entrance music has influenced him over time. And just generally, 
his influences on his creative process. It's a great interview. He's a great guest, and we'd love to have him back. Sky. Yep. What do we got next on the show? I feel like we're uh, coming in towards the end soon. We are we are getting very close to the end. Uh, that That's a great interview. I loved it. Nobody has time. We have to make time. And we are going to make time for you, my friend. Let's get James on the screen. We are going to go to 15 seconds with James. Let's get the clock queued up. And let's go on three, two, one. Hey, everybody. So I just want to take this platform really quick to just say something that's really important to me. Episode two of Loki. I don't know if you're watching it, Sky, but they open it with we need a hero. OK, it didn't make any sense. Why are they using it in that portion of this? And that is all the time we have. Things are just so, so tight. I'm sorry. It's a we've got things to do. I've got a pack. Uh, I've got mm -hmm. a big trip yeah. coming up. I'm you. so yeah. sorry. James. Busy guy. Uh, we'll, no worries. We'll have to hear about Loki next week. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll hear about it next week. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, on that note, let's go ahead and bring Eric back in. Um, guys, we're yeah. here. All right. Here's hey, the Eric. thing. We have, to, we have to tell everyone to go follow you guys on of Instagram, course. on Please. Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, you got to follow at Scorpio Sky. You got to follow at James Willems. Uh, but if you're on Instagram, at James Willems Feet, because sure. otherwise you will see pictures of James Willems Feet. And that's not, it, look, it's a whole it's what it's the a people dichotomy. Want. Which yeah, one has more way, followers, Eric? The one on my feet. Know. It's 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 Ugh. interesting. It's That's so interesting. Gross. That's so yeah. weird. That's whole a whole bunch of feet. Bunch of Tarantino <laughs> weirdos. Uh, guys, you also got to follow at WWTWPod. Keep up with everything that's going on to the show. Uh, send us weird news stories. To reach out. Say hi. There's all sorts of stuff going on over there. But guys, we're at the end of the show. That means it's the big finish. I need one word. Your thoughts. Sum up your excitement for Fast and Furious 9 as it comes out this weekend. Uh, James, we'll start with you. Family. Nice. Beautiful. That's a great word. And Sky, uh, your big finish, your one word for F9. Nope. Whoa. Wow. wow. Oh, my God. All right, we got to get out of here. Heel Vince turn. Find us. Heel oh turn. Oh, we got to get out. Let's go. Let's end the show. We got to sort this out. Go hard and just stop. From the bottom to the top, gotta push through it all. You the one, you the one, do it all. You the one, do it all.